Thank you so much for downloading this week's episode of the What the Fantasy Football podcast. Every week, JP and myself will be taking you through the wild and wacky world of fantasy football management as two very, very mediocre fantasy football managers enjoying the beautiful game. There's plenty of ways that you can help us as we build our podcast. First and foremost, if you can give us a rating, a review, subscribe, wherever it is you get your podcast, particularly if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you leave us a little bit of a comment, tell us what you think of the show. That would be a massive, massive help to us. Yeah, as Rob said, we want to hear from you. So give us a follow. We're on Twitter at WT Fantasy Footy. We've got Instagram, which is What the Fantasy Footy Pod. And you can even drop us an email. So that's What the Fantasy Footy at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want some tips on how to become better managers. And yeah, we want some feedback on the show as well. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, feedback is massively important to us. But most importantly, we just want people to get involved. We've got our own league, 60 plus teams in it now. You can join at any point. All the info's in our bio. So come along, have a play with us and uh, let's enjoy this season of Fantasy Footy, eh? Hit the music. Right then, you lot, it has been a minute, but international break is over and we are back. Have you missed us? I know you have, Nick Finney and possibly Mark Watts, but we've got some exciting fantasy football talk to go through. For those of you who might be joining us for the first time, this is your weekly guide to the world of Premier League fantasy football from the eyes of two very, very mediocre mid-table Premier League managers. My name's Rob, I am your humble host on this journey. Henceforth, to be forever known as the witness for boss against my better will and judgment. However, I'm not on this journey alone. I am joined by the Burnley's of Dan, a much more kind nickname, frankly. Uh, JP, how are we doing today, man? Hello there. I'm good. Yeah, really good. I nearly actually heckled you then when you asked if we'd missed you. Compared to show no, but I have, I have actually missed you a little bit. I've missed you too. I mean, we've spoken, but obviously it's nice to have, have this little bit of time together where, yeah. where our wives can't monopolise our time and takes away from each other. Exactly that, exactly that. And I'm, I'm really pleased that the witness for Borsky is sticking. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a real, really nice pet name. Well, considering what an echo chamber this podcast really is, um, uh, I, I think we could call each other whatever we wanted. Um, we've, uh, got, we've, we've got some good stuff to get through, mate. Football's back. Although the international break wasn't terrible, was it? It was, it was all right as far as international breaks go. Um, uh, watching yeah. England... Uh, go from the sublime to the ridiculous uh, was pretty good, but we're not here to talk about that. So we've got plenty yeah. of talking points for the game for this game. Game week eight is it game week eight? We finished terrible planning. Yeah. It is game week eight. Well done. Say that with more confidence, Rob. Uh, loads of things to talk about today. We're going to go through the games. We're going to talk about who scored well. We're going to talk about how our teams fared. Uh, a couple of headlines to talk, to, to cover off. Uh, I've got some puns for you. I thought they worked well last week. So do you want to know what we're going to be going through today, JP? Go on. We're going to be asking. We're going to be asking. Oh, captain, Mo, captain. Oh, dear, I've just been sick in my mouth. Oh, that was good. Uh, nearly Monday night fuck all for Arsenal. <laughs> uh, Spurs stole a Brucey bonus, and Ole's at the wheel. But the wheel's not even in the fucking car, is it? Nice. So let's get I, to I it. Quite like the Arsenal one, to be fair, mate. That's uh, that's quick thinking. <laughs> well, originally I wrote it at 85 minutes, so it was just Monday night fuck all for Arsenal, and then they've got an equaliser, haven't they, at the end? So, uh, never mind. But uh, let's get into it. I think probably uh, Liverpool game is a good place to start. Absolute performance of the weekend. Uh, Watford were pretty terrible, though, weren't they? Yeah, sumptuous Salah is what I've written down. As far sumptuous. As it was sumptuous. He's, uh, yeah, if, if anyone was. Nay saying the claims that were being made uh, after that goal against City about being the best player in the world. I think he's uh, he's made you all shh yeah, him down a little bit, hasn't he? And just say, I'll tell you what, I'll just do it again. Just slightly yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, that goal was absolutely divine, wasn't it? Absolutely unreal. Yeah, yeah, loved it. And, and you mentioned it last last time we, we sat down and chatted. 
he's got to be the best player in the world right now. He is. 100%. Uh, Messi and Ronaldo. Game, you know, it's, it's not just his goals, it's, it's everything. Every yeah. time he touches the ball, there's that kind of electricity. You know something's going to happen. He's just unreal. Unplayable. And, and it is akin, it is akin to um, the fear factor that Ronaldo and Messi would strike into the heart of opposition in their pomp, I believe. Agreed. Luke Shaw's shitting himself. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I don't want to talk about Sunday. Can we just get that out of the way now? I do not want to have any conversation about Super Sunday this week. You might still I'm be in my house. You're, yeah, you're coming to see us this weekend. You might still be about to watch me go through a nervous breakdown <laughs> on Sunday. Well, well, we're definitely staying a bit later now. <laughs> <laughs> now you say it like that. Um, no, it's not happening. I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, yes, he is absolutely the um, uh, the best player in the league, the best player in the world. Um, running over his uh, regretting. Second yeah. Watford. Yeah. What Watford are hot garbage. They are absolute trash. Like I, it's difficult because I don't really want to um, go in like dead dead hard on Watford because I feel like that takes away from Liverpool. But it was absolute pub team garbage. They down tools about twenty five minutes into the game. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, was it? No, it was. It was absolutely awful um and I, and I don't see where the players are but do you, do you know what i was gonna say i don't see where the players are to get them out of that mess but looking at the lineups at the start of the game i thought the same thing like obviously Saar has got something about him but when you looked at that team sheet the strikers chucho was it chucho hernandez and is that his name chucho hernandez don't even know and, uh, and yeah, dennis chucho, yeah. denise dennis like what like come on when, when Suzoko is your captain, you've got a bit of an issue. Yeah, you have got issues, definitely. And, and it's one of those, it's like, you know, Saad, he's obviously the best player in that team by a country mile, but he can't do it all on his own. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. For me, they're, they're doomed. They're, they're not doomed. Oh, yeah, down down by February. The, the, I think, I think I, I, based on that, I know it's just one performance, but... If that kind of if you put in that kind of performance against at home against one of the best teams in the league where you know your backs up you've got a new manager there's a load of adrenaline you're wanting to like impress him you're wanting to impress the fans you're wanting to get on with it and that happens and I know Liverpool are incredible and they can turn anyone over five 0 on the day but it wasn't the defeat it was the manner in which they just let themselves get walked all over there was no fight it, it's was exactly there. what we were saying the, the other week when. Jurgen threw his toys out of the pram that burned them with physical. Mm. What do you expect them to do? To come and just play your game? And that's what Watford did, as far as yeah. I could see. They, they yeah. just let Liverpool play their game and they tried to play a lot of tippy-tappy football and then, like you said, just gave up after 20 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's not take away from some of the goals that Liverpool scored. You know, they were they were next level, but it was a bit easy for them. Yeah. Liverpool were great. Um, but uh, men against boys. Um, fantasy football. Your top point scorer, I know that Mo Salah will have been a lot of people's captain and done them well with 13 points, oftentimes doubled up to 26. But he wasn't actually the best scorer um, of the game week for Liverpool. Uh, Bobby Firmino topped both the game week uh, for Liverpool and and for the entire league, in fact. Uh, 20 points. Comfortably. Comfortably. Still not a shout, though, is he, to go with your team? Or is he? What do you reckon? I don't know. Is he? Is he now? I mean... the next three isn't brilliant. They've got United, Brighton, and then West Ham. So no, that, red that, as it's been all season, but yeah, eight point eight mil. Is he going to start? That's the question, and and, it, and and I think it depends on the team. It depends on who they're playing against. Um, it depends on what Klopp wants out of his players. Is to basically whether it's him or it's uh, or it's Jota. Um, I think the the danger with with picking him, like you said, is one that he doesn't play, but equally two, he does play that selfless role, doesn't he? And he he will play that false nine. He'll drop in, he'll pick the ball up in the pockets, and and he will rule, and he will allow um, the likes of Sal Romane to bomb on. So it's whether he consistently is going to score points. Um, but the flip side of that argument is that there's a lot of people who are looking at 
getting who who've shoehorned the premiums into their team, like myself, Rom, Ronaldo being the two main culprits. And they seem to deliver constant two-point game weeks. And they're almost thinking, I could spread that money around a lot more wisely. And picking up a, a sub-9 million pound player who's playing for the informed team in the country at the moment, which will then free up three or four million to invest somewhere else, isn't actually a, that bad of an idea, maybe, as, 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 a, as a flip side to the argument. No, no. Um, and you talk about that surplus role, there's still assists in there as well as a few yes. goals. So yes, when he's when he's playing and you know he's he's firing, yeah, absolutely. Um, I had him in my team back back in the last season, and I think he scored like or assisted in seven games in a row. And it's mm. just like points for days. But yeah. when he's not playing, you know, it's just it's a lot of money to be sat on your bench. True. True. Um, well, Liverpool absolutely exceptional. No, do do we? Yeah. Um, the highest point scorer of the week, you know, and, and really annoying ones, three hundred and sixteen points, triple captain him. Really? Yeah. Who do, that's that's got to be a fake account. Who does that? Well, or one of them burner know. accounts that people do? Possibly. Well, they, they don't even have Salah in the team. Weird. Anyway, either either brave or stupid. Um, but um, well, clearly brave by the. What you said. So let, let's move on to the three o'clockers. Yeah, um, let's start with a real turnaround. I mean, just a, a word on Saturday anyway. What a day. What a day of football. With some mm, absolutely banging goals. I don't big really want to talk. And I don't know. big swings as well. I don't really want to talk about it, to be honest. Well, we can um, talk about the first one. We can talk about Villa. Yes, capitulating. Capitulating. Yeah, falling apart. Um, 81 minutes into the game, it all looked good. 85 minutes into the game, it all looked good. In fact, no, sorry, 80, 80 minutes in. Looking at yellow cards instead of goals. Yeah, 80 minutes into the game, 10 minutes to go, it's looking good. They're 2 0 up. Danny Ings has got a goal. Those who stuck with him are going to be happy. Seen a return on their investment. John McGinn makes it 2 0. It's looking like the uh, Midlands derby is going the way of the villains. Then what happens? It all just falls apart, doesn't it? Well, fair play to Wolves, though. Yeah. Three shit goals to concede, really. Yeah. Yeah. A, uh, a square and a tap in. Bit, near enough an own goal, and then a really badly deflected free kick. It's a bit like, you know, when FIFA's just really not going for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was one of them. Um, but yeah, no, fair play to Wolves, though. And again, in a weird way, I'm kind of enjoying seeing Wolves doing well. I'm enjoying eating humble pie, I have to say, and I didn't think they'd do very well this season. So I'm making saves again, talking about humble mm, pie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, although the, the goals, the points didn't seem to really come from uh, the people that you'd expect them to. Roman Saiz, I can't imagine, is in too many people's teams. Let's have a little look at... two years ago, but yes. maybe not now. Agreed. Agreed. Let's have a little look at the old uh, so the old stats. With, no, with loads of conviction, but actually nothing to back it up. With no clue? I know you're just like, yeah, let's just... Ah, no, right. 1%, 1% armed. There you go. We know what we're talking about. So if we go on round score. Uh, let's have a little look. Neves, top, top for them. Neves, eight. Uh, five, he's picked by 1.1%. Who's picked... Who... who Actually, the people go for in Wolves. Let's have a little look. Jimenez and Marcel. Marcel and Jimenez, yeah. Absolutely. They got a point each, so there you go. <laughs> so completely pointless. <laughs> Proves what we know. Whoa, what a good exercise that was. Um, do Oh, is Connor Cody worth a shout if Wolves are playing well? No. No? 4.5 million? I'd, I'd go for size over him, I think. Mm. He's got a few more goals in his locker. Mm. But he's 5 mil. Yeah, you want absolute why. bargain basement. But then you've got Marcel at 4.6. And don't they play him in midfield? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like the, the wide, wide of the yeah. three or four or whatever they play. Um, mm. But yeah, there's better options out there than Conor Cordy. Okay, fair enough. We're in all line. entitled to our just opinions. Generally. It was just an idea. Just an idea. Um, who do you want to talk about next, then? Well, well, we're talking about swings. We might as well... We might as well get it out of the way. Um, 
anyone not interested in Man United might as well turn off for the next 10 minutes. Unless you want to hear Rob cry, um, that might be quite entertaining. It's just shit, it's really it? well, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, what's a strike from Greenwood? I'm finding, <laughs> it ve- I'm finding it very hard to get the momentum or the energy to talk about this game. Um, I, think I think it's even funnier that you're completely abject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just, just ask you questions and you just give me just nothing. Just right. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? <laughs> oh, it's, <fucking> shit. <laughs> uh, it, it's just no fun to watch United at the moment. And I, I think it's quite fun. Piss off. Um, quite I fun think to talk about it anyway. Yeah, no, it's it it is, and and you know what? Can, can I just give you what the um, probably. From a non-selfish perspective, can I just give you what is probably the um, the silver lining to, to United getting absolutely embarrassed and have their pants down at the end of that game against Leicester? Um, uh, my One of my oldest and best friends got married on Saturday and we were in Leeds for the wedding um, where he now lives. And he and all of his family are massive Coppites. They're from uh, Liverpool originally. Um, very, very big Liverpool fans. And oh, uh, when we were getting, and it was an afternoon wedding, so when we were getting ready in the morning, we all watched Liverpool Watford. So my mate got to watch them absolutely turn Watford over. And as we came out of the ceremony, his dad looked to me and went, Rob, how are United getting on? Knowing full well. And I looked down just as Jamie Varley had made it 3 2 on my phone. So um, it made them happy. <laughs> they had, they had a, it, was, it was like the perfect day. It made the. Special day, all yeah, that sweeter. Even Lovely. Because all three, uh, him and his best, he had his brother was his best man, and then he had three of us as groomsmen, and we're all Man United fans. So in the, it was only a small ceremony at the Civic Hall, <laughs> and it was just everyone was a copite apart from the three dickheads stood at the back ushering people in. Um, all Man United fans, all looking very sorry for themselves. So it's funny that you um, that you looked down just as Vardy had scored, which was literally just before. Rashford, or just after Rashford. Just after Rashford scored, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I think we're missing out one of the the other absolutely beautiful goals as well. Uh, Tillemans, that looper, were absolutely beautiful. I like Tillemans, you know. I think he's a good player. I know we've said it what, before. What was Harry Maguire doing? How shit was that defending? Yeah. We look we look really ropey without Baran. Really suspect. <sighs> Terrible. And then Rashford's goal were decent. Vardy's yep. was an absolute... Smasher as well, really, really good finish. Yeah. Classic Vardy won it. It was just, it was yeah. just a proper Jamie Vardy goal. Yeah, have that. Uh, and continues. then a really shit goal to finish, finish off the proceedings. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Thigh yeah. And then he's, yeah. Yeah, but that was just, uh, you know, that's what happens in it. You get to the, you three two down, you crap, <laughs> and, then, and then they go and just put another one in because you. You're falling apart because you're not used to to being behind. But that's the end of end of Man United's away record. Is it time to transfer Ronaldo out? Yes. Yes. I think Vardy's a better shout as well, to be fair. I've got two transfers available to me. And um Can you transfer I'm... Ronaldo out twice? <laughs> yeah, thinking about it. Um and I'm thinking about the old double switcheroo to try and spread spread the wealth amongst a couple of different players. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. But I'm definitely going to be thinking about it because not that he won't score. This isn't me turning around and saying, "Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo will not score goals." I just don't think you should he's have any ma- money in there. He's a lot of money. I just don't think you should have a lot of Man United players in your team at the minute. I just, I, I just don't think, and that's not me being like all defeatist. I just, I, just, I just don't think. Sounds like it. I, well, yeah, they, but look at it this way: they have got Liverpool next week. They get turned over by Liverpool. Um, they're just not on a good run of form and. I just don't think it's getting turned around particularly quickly. So no, that be my... I, I wouldn't put it past Ronaldo. All this talk about Salah being best in the world if he went and Bad made that the trick. difference. Bagged that trick in one game. Yeah, it, he's got. He, he's that he's much of a dickhead. He'd, he'd do it just to piss everybody off. But um, but yeah, no, I, I I don't see it in reality. I think I'm not. not neither I, do I. I'm, I'm 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 not saying Ronaldo won't get your points if you leave him in your team. But to your point, JP, very astutely made. For the money he costs, I believe there's there's better value out there, better ways to spend that money. Um, and while we're talking about premiums misfiring, 
Let's go to Chelsea. I know we've yep. a couple of games because they were the late game, but we'll come back to no, that's okay. One or two yep. of them. Um, okay. But yeah, he just. I mean, I picked him up then at the season. He started well, uh, but yeah, he just he looks a little bit lost at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I I don't really. I don't know because the, 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 it's different. It's a different conversation, isn't it? Because you look at what is going on with United, and you look at Ronaldo not firing. And but you look, United are absolutely in the mud at the minute. They're just not playing well. They're not winning games. Chelsea are kind of grinding out results. They so are. They are. And he's ca- getting into the positions, and you can see how frustrating it is. Mm. It's more frustrating for me because I want him to score some goals. Um, yeah. but you can just see that. You know he's getting into the position. The ball's not being played because then they'll knock it out wide again, and 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 their game isn't really playing to his strengths at the moment. Yeah. It almost feels like if Reese James plays, he'll score goals because he gets the ball in the box. Whereas and same with Alonso. Um, but ah, well. I've got a question for you. What will we do with Marcus Alonso? Those of you that have got him in. Oh, he's chill, what chill was scored? Chill was back in last two games, hasn't he? Yeah, something like that. Chilwell's back. Is, is is Alonso? And we said this all along, didn't we? Alonso's great value. Alonso's great value. He's expensive, but he's always got a free kick in him. He's got an assist in him. Yep. He can pop up. But the second Chilwell gets back in that team, the second Chilwell gets back in that team, is that Alonso's season done? Do you reckon? I, I won't say it's his season done, but I, I can't see him getting a game for for a while. No. Ben Chilwell was the second highest point scorer of the game week. Yeah. 15 points. He's selected by 5.9% of people. So people are still sleeping on him a little bit. It's 5.7 million, which is a lot for a defender. However, I am starting to see a little bit of a change in the tide this season. You're quite seeing a few people with the premium defenders, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think in, pre- in previous seasons where you just pack out the garbage. Yeah, is, a lot is, of people got Trent or Cancelo mm. or Joe Will. Some Diaz. I went for Diaz this week. He didn't start. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Well, just return back to Chelsea, though. You, you yeah, said yeah. they were grinding out results. I thought they were very lucky. Um, yeah. And without magnificent Mendy, yeah, they got beat. My boy. And always, always um, up for singing the praises of Mendy. Yeah, definitely. Um, and barring a little bit of probably poor finishing from uh, what's it called Brown. Oh, I'm going to do a Yuri on a Mbueno. Is that what it's called? Mm, bueno, I think. Like, bueno. Mm, bueno. bueno. Yeah, like, um, mm, bueno. Yeah. yeah, well, he ate it past twice, didn't he? Um, yeah. When he probably should have done better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mendy was saving him left, right, and centre, one square in his chops as well. And yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely unbeatable at the moment. Yeah, top keeper, very underrated, if that is possible. Um, Brentford, though, good, just good. Like, good fun to watch as well. Yeah, they remind me a bit of Leeds last season. You know, they're, mm, agreed. They're probably going to ship a bit, but they're, they're exciting going forward. I, I don't think they're quite as um, anarchic as Leeds. Is that a good way to describe it? Yeah, like Leeds, fair. Leeds fair. is just like you know, like you know, like you've got those artists that just like throw paint buckets of paint yeah. in a canvas. Like that's Leeds. Like there's a little bit more structure to Brentford, um, but. Yeah, but I agree. Same, it's the same vein. It's the we're going to take the style of football that got us out of the championship. We're going to stay true to it. We're going to play expansive. We're not going to set up the low block. We're not going to set up the two banks of four. We're not going to try. We're not coming this league just to restate it by the skin of our teeth. We're going to have a go and we're going to give our fans something to enjoy and fair play to them because I think their fans, as well as the rest of the league so far, are really enjoying what they're doing. Yeah, I'm quite right too. Um, so is, it, is it time to go for? I mean, we talked about it the last time, but you know, is it is it time to put a couple of Brentford players in there? Yeah, I think again for those people who haven't wild carded yet and who might be having the Ronaldo Lukaku dilemma, uh, that may well be a good way to sort of pack out your defence and then maybe spread the Ronaldo Lukaku premium money amongst some midfielders. But then again, that probably begs another question, which is when, you know, we were saying about defense, we're seeing more premium defenders being used. Is that because there's an absence of quality mid-price midfielders this season that are delivering? Yeah, I think, yeah, you've got the likes of Gallagher, Smith-Rowe, maybe one or two others that are at a lower price point, but 
They're yeah. kind of blowing hot and cold, aren't they? So, yeah. Well, well, they are in, in the way that you would expect a sort of five to seven million pound midfielder to play in the game. You know, Ben Rahm is picked by a lot of people. Um, Damari Gray, we talk about him quite a lot. Andros yeah. Townsend, Decor, and the Everton Decor, trio. Yeah. Um, but they're on that lower end of the bracket. Your your mid prices. There just doesn't really seem to be anybody in the league this season that you're drawn to. You know, Jack Grealish yeah, at eight million. Out, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, let me have a little look now. If I go I mean, to... Like you said, Ben Rama, Townsend, Decore. I mean, Greenwood's class as a midfielder. Greenwood's probably, the, pro, Green, Greenwood's probably the exception to that rule at the moment, I would say. He's probably the only sort of mid-price. Because if you think about it, Mount has only put 17 points on the board this season. Yeah. Ziyech, I know he's had a bit of an injury, but... Four points yeah, he's in and out, though, all isn't season. He? Yep. Um, you've got Gundogan, who was a big point scorer last season, and he's at seven point two. He's only delivered nineteen points, and that's in a city team that scored ten goals, plus bloody everybody. Yeah. Um, Pogba did really well at the start of the season at seven point seven, but he's fallen away. Grealish, Foden, Jota. Jota in and out of the team. I just don't see in that mid price range until you're getting up to your likes of Sun at ten million plus midfielders that really um, are doing it and are scoring big points. And is that making people's decision easier to go for the premiums? Because what's the alternative, really? Apart from having seven, eight million pounds left in your bank by the time you pick your whole team. Yeah, fair. I think that's fair. Interesting one. Interesting. Well, what else did we have on Saturday then, mate? Keep me honest. Um, Burnley. So, Burnley historically get done by five at City. It's happened in the last three visits, so 2-0's progress. Um, the frustration is Burnley playing quite well. I've said this for a few weeks. Um, they're creating chances and they're not putting them away. They had three mm. guilt-edged chances on Saturday. Um, I think City's second goal were probably a foul in the build-up. Um, but De Bruyne coming back into form potentially as well. Um, I, I think Burnley are going to be fine. I'm still with that. that belief. Um, yeah, you, while the performances they, are there, they will turn the tide and I think it'll be soon. Mm, you've once, only got, once they get one, then they'll get four or five about. You've only got three points from eight games though. Yeah, Southampton, Brentford, next two. Okay. Chelsea in the Palace, Tottenham Wolves, Newcastle. So, you know, I, mm. think, I think there's easily enough in, in, in our squad to... Okay. We'll uh, we'll keep close to that. City just on autopilot really ticked over, didn't they? Got through it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's normally five 0 so two 0 progress. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As always, it's hard to to kind of talk about City from fantasy football perspective because you can never quite tell who's going to be in the team. You know, well, it's it's the Bruyne back. That's the one. I mean, he's he's expensive. He's he's so, he's, he's so expensive. You can't jump at him. So I mean, good though. He's so he, he, good. Yeah. Yeah, he's great to watch, isn't he? Um, and he will oh, play every week. If, you know, if he's fit, I mean, that, that's what I'm potentially looking at maybe next week is Ronaldo out, De Bruyne back in, and then a cheaper striker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad shout. Not a bad shout. Pack out the midfield a little bit more. Mm. Um, and he will play when he's fit. Because again, here's, here, here's the real City kicker and the absolute probably epitome of what we've been saying about the revolving door what's the one thing we've been saying all the way through if you're going to pick anyone from City that you want to play every week you pick Ruben Diaz or you pick Edison who didn't play this week <laughs> good old Ruben Diaz or Edison well Edison didn't play either did Zach Stefan played yeah it's on the ground I mean there. Edison was Edison was on his way back from Uruguay wasn't he so they've all gone to um, Spain to avoid the quarantine but I don't know. I don't know. It's ridiculous. I hate him. Southampton ground out a 1 0 win. Um, so everyone who's got yeah. Lieberman's happy. I, I, I Leeds struggling. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, so. I mean, the league says they are. But, you know, well, they're just, just above you, aren't they? Yeah. Four points. Yeah. yeah, I don't. And the thing with Leeds is, I think people have found them out a little bit. 
Um, that exciting new vibe sort of disappeared a little bit. Bamford's not scoring. Bamford's not He's firing. Not either, is he? He's not no, playing. they played. They played Dan James, Rodrigo, and Jack Harrison as a front three on Saturday. Um, I don't know. I mean, last I season that would be quite exciting, wouldn't it? Mm. No, I don't. I don't see where the goals come from at the moment, though. Rodrigo's not proven that he can do it in England for me yet. Dan no. James was a bit part player at United. Loads of talent, but. As he got the composure in the big games, like Jack Harrison a lot, but he can't do it on his own. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think unless you've got Patrick Bamford firing in that team, I don't think the goals come. If I'm dead honest. Yeah, but Southampton don't look convincing. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying that Leeds are, are going to struggle, you know, and Southampton will benefit from that struggle. It just wasn't a very good game, from what I could tell. Um, and again, same with Southampton. I don't think there's a lot of quality in that Southampton team that's gonna, you know, make this season an easy ride for them. But I guess that's the that's the danger of being at that end of the table. And you know, I've, I guess when you're a team like Southampton, just for the last twenty years, just getting pillaged every season and having to rebuild. And sometimes the rebuilders they've they've done such a good job of scouting, bringing you through, rebuilding, replacing, and just making a ton of money that. Um, when it doesn't work and it's not going to work every single season, but I think there's been a good few years now where it probably hasn't worked and there's not been any Academy prospects that they've got good young lads coming through the Academy. Don't get me wrong, but nobody that's not, there's not been a Gareth Bale coming through the Academy. There's not been, you know what I mean? There's not been somebody who's absolutely stolen the stage. And I just think that now they just, they don't look anything like as exciting as they have done. And let's let's be honest, Southampton have been great in the Premier League since they came back up. They, they, it's interesting they, you mentioned that though, mate. That you know, that Gareth Bale hasn't come through the academy. Do you not think it's the fact that you know you see all you see it happen all the time? Oh, Liverpool signed this ten-year-old kid, and you know they don't get the same opportunity to come through. The yeah. Lower teams academies because Agreed. they've already been snapped up by the big boys, and it's Agreed. almost like a. A Dwight McNeil at Burnley, who was rejected by Man United, who then goes on and develops, you know, outside of the the kind of sphere, and then ends up getting signed by someone in the top six, you know, that sort of player. And yeah, I, I don't think you'll see it the same as we. Used yeah, to. no, it's a good point. I don't, I don't disagree, but I don't know enough about it probably to form an educated opinion on it. Um, but it, is it that the quality is just not there for 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 the lads that are, that are left in those academies outside the top six? And that's why, you know, you'll, you'll get lads because you see it all the time, don't you? They, they come through almost out of necessity a lot of the time, you know, because yeah. squads get depleted, particularly after COVID when there's been no money around. The academy lads have really stepped up and, and done their bit, but they seem to just disappear a little bit after a while or, or find themselves down in the lower leagues. And maybe you're right. Maybe it is because the, the, the academies at the big teams have been saturated by the better players, uh, the better prospects. And then, like you said, when there's only 10 starting lineups outfield every single week at, at these teams, that's what's that, 60 places. So they are going to get rejected and then they are going to have to start again. And how many, how many young talents don't have the mental strength and, you know, the, 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 the people around them to get them through like a Dwight Neal? To, to get them back to where they need to be. How, how, how many lads just fall by the wayside and end up playing semi-pro on a Saturday and, and, and yeah. start a different career? I mean, you know, quite a few of them have still come through, though, don't they? You look at Chelsea. You know, the amount of players that have come through their academy that haven't made it and then they've gone abroad and made it. Well, oh, never, never by their academy. Even players decide. I, it still makes me incredibly happy that probably the two best players in the Premier League were rejected <laughs> yeah. by Chelsea, bought for a re, re, for quite a bit of money, flopped, well, flopped from Chelsea's perspective, yeah. disappeared abroad, then everyone was like, maybe Chelsea are the problem, and yeah. now they're the two best players in the Premier League. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Salomon De Bruyne. Mm, I thought that went without saying. But <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I, you know, just making sure. I know we do have some some less educated uh, <laughs> listeners amongst us. Uh, yeah, but that's who I meant. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Moving anyway, on. Um, we don't really have else? to talk about Norwich and Brighton, do we? No, fuck <laughs> that. I don't give a, I don't give a shit about Norwich against Brighton. Let's move on. Just to, just to carry um, on. Norwich ex- is still doomed. Except for if you've uh, they are doomed. Except for if you uh, 
decide. Oh, well, I tell you what, it is the, the one thing to touch on for that is that if you are a backer of Robert Sanchez, you've got points again. Well done to you. Yeah, yeah, no, it should have scored right at the death as well. Mm. Missed an open goal. Yeah. Uh, sun- Sunday's games. Yeah, Everton first, weren't it? They yeah, were bless terrible. them. They were. They were. Sammy wasn't and happy. To be fair, West Ham weren't much better. It was a bit of a smash and grab. I watched most of football on uh, on Sunday, and yeah, William Antonio to score, and he, he seems like he's off the boil a bit at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, I. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking about do I put him back in, and um, I don't know. It just he strikes strikes me as a player who goes through the purple patches and then struggles a little bit, and and all and and the thing is, West Ham are a team that do that as well. With no disrespect yeah. intended to him. You know, they've started incredibly well, but, you know, to keep that up would have been very difficult with the the lack of quality and depth that they've got. They've not got strength and depth. They've got some really good players there. Um, Moyes has got them playing really well. He's got them playing a good brand of football. West Ham's biggest quality um, and biggest asset for me is the fact that they've made that step up to that bigger stadium. There could have been a real problem of because the Berlin ground was just such a hotbed, great atmosphere, and there was a danger that that atmosphere would disappear. But let's face it, they still pack out that stadium. So the fans are probably the biggest asset. They they still go there, they still back the team. Um, how, many, how many do they get a week? Is it like 60,000? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about backing a team, though. Up until before COVID, they were calling for Sullivan and Gold's head on a platter, weren't they? And they weren't oh, leave them alone. Leave them alone. I'm trying to be nice about them. They, and I know they polarise opinion, don't they, West Ham fans? But... I don't mind West Ham, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think they, they, we said this a few times. I think they, they do try and play the right way, and I think Moyes has got a, a certain way of playing, and it, it works. Yeah, yeah, um, and they got the win. That's the important thing. They got the win. Yeah. So uh, Ogbonna, not that anyone had him in the team, but um, no, I've got yeah. as well. To uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just, uh, I didn't see it. I'd gone upstairs for a little sleep, so I was a little bit hungover from the wedding. And all I heard was Sammy downstairs, of course, as an Everton fan, if, if you don't know, listening. Um, just heard her go, oh, no. Come on, man. <laughs> For hell, you're your shit. <laughs> she goes so scouse. Ogbonna, um, um, joint second highest point scorer yeah. between his clean sheet and his goal. 15 points, 5 million. If you're, part of, if you're part of the 0.3% of people who selected him, then congratulations to you. <laughs> Filing away with Lorenzo. The week before the international break, <laughs> yes. no one on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no point. No, 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 no. One percent. Um, okay, Newcastle. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh dear, they're still shit, aren't they? Oh yeah. Oh, they're really shit. Like, um. I mean, the, two minutes in, they thought all oh, the Christmases had come at once, and then oh no, yeah. actually, we are actually still really shit. Um. Maybe. And they were still maybe. Calling for Bruce out. Maybe Steve Bruce is the one to... Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, he's not. Off no. we go. Um, uh, and what she called oh. Amanda Stavely, she, she yep. looks like a proper tyrant, and she? she looks like a baddie off Thunderbirds. <laughs> How yeah. they can be trusted with a football club. I mean, you know, they're, they're rich, so everyone was in their, um, <laughs> their black and white stripes, like Arab headgear, which was quite amusing. Um, oh, I just... They're just a funny old bunch up in the northeast, yeah. aren't they? And I think, don't be wrong, you will not hear me very often um, uh, singing praises of Paul Merson because he hates Man United and we hate him back. He is, Bernie, as well. um, he's a tosser. So <laughs> he is a tosser, isn't he? Um, but uh, he he did an article for Sky Sports that I thought was pretty funny because there was this massive hype train about Newcastle, and he just came out in his article and was like, "These are all getting really excited about it, but." They need 17 new players. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. And it's like, true, apart from Sam Maxim, man. And I think the other thing, and then somebody else said, it wasn't Merson, somebody else said, the worst part is that Sam Maxim, man, yeah, can absolutely deliver in a better team. And then the next best player is probably Callum Wilson. But the problem for poor Callum Wilson is he's going to get screwed over because, as always, when you've got like a, an oil money team, we want a marquee yeah, signing. A marquee but signing. It, it's so. going to be a striker, isn't it? They'll bring a striker through the door first because that's what they'll want to see. So. One hundred percent. Anyway, uh, Spurs. If they still, if they still went down. It, 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 the oil money from the championship. <laughs> it would be really funny. 
like really really funny um but uh i mean it's yeah. funny it's almost as funny as spurs's purple away kit that really hurts <sighs> my eyes it's so yeah. offensive yeah it's not nice is it it's a bit of a it's like an optical illusion um but they won harry kane scored yay goal and assist weren't it Goal and an assist. He got 12 points, taking him right. to no, well, yeah, uh, 21 for the season. He's on. Um, and he got 12 of what, them. He got 12 of them yesterday. Yeah. 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 Watch this space. JP <laughs> called it. Um, he's still 12.1 million. I don't think the money's worth spending on him yet. Uh, and I'd, maybe if he if he gets caught, cool. I mean he's he's been, he's he's been scoring in that bloody Vauxhall Conference European League, um, yeah. and he's scored in the League Cup, hasn't he? So he's and he's been scoring for England, so he's got goals in him. He just, I think he's just had a bit of a yeah, mental block. Of course, he's got goals in him, but yeah, yeah, it's just, he's going to come back in the prom that he didn't get his move. No, you you know you know what I think again. Maybe I'm being a little bit optimistic, a little bit too kind to him, but I do think that it's probably more so the last four to six weeks maybe I think it's been more he's been in his own head a little bit because yeah all right they're playing farmers in Europe but he got at trick didn't he in one of those games and he scores for England on the biggest stage he's captain in England I just think so he got into his head can't bag he's got to wear that kit (laughs) yeah Oh, it's not I mean, even enough. Nick said, agrees that it's disgusting. It's just, yeah, progressively worse each season, I think, aren't they? Oh, uh, yeah, Spurs are historically terrible for kits. You know, one of my favourite kits, that being said, though, one of my favourite kits I had, don't know if you used to do this, but back in the 90s, you'd go to JJB Sports and you'd just there'd be the sale rack with last season's kits on. And when you were like 11, you'd have your pocket money. And, <laughs> and it did treble XL. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, and it didn't matter what kit it was. As long as it wasn't Liverpool, you'd, you'd just buy it. And I remember I had I had a Stoke kit at one point that I got for a fiver. Uh, Not when me, they were in, no. When they were in, England uh, and Burnley, that's all I'll ever No, and I, had, uh, and I had a I had the bright green Hewlett Packard Spurs goalie top. It was the hottest thing I have ever worn in my life. I remember in summer being like, well, I guess I'm going to have to put this on again, but I'm going to lose lose a stone sweating while I'm playing. Oh, yeah. That was... No, that's not me. Story's yeah. not really going anywhere. You, are you not, are you not a fan a of... Story. What, what about um What about non-British kits? Would you wear European kits? I'm rocking my Real Madrid pink kit for Joe yeah, today. I, I've, had, I've had one Real Madrid shirt in, in my life. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm an admirer of kits, but from a distance, you know. Yeah. It's, it's got to be mm. claret and blue. Hmm, that's oh, interesting. Man. I like a good top. Small term, small term mentality, mate. That's what it is. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, one thing to just note from uh, the Newcastle and Tottenham game as well is uh, there are more important things in football, and I thought that everything was handled very, very well um, from the players. Yep. yep. Kind of alerting the, the relevant officials. So, you know, a shout to. Eric Dyer for that because he was mm-hmm. straight down the tunnel weren't he trying to get the defib and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I even think that the media handled it with um, aplomb after what happened in the Euros with Ericsson and them putting a camera in the face of yep. his distraught girlfriend I, I think I think lessons have been learned finally yep. I would I would agree very good point and uh, for those of you who do listen to the, well I was going to say for those of you who also listen to 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 our other podcast the What the Fartlet podcast but it's there's only Nick and Mark that listen to it so um so hi guys um uh, just another to to JP's point then another example of how important it is to know where your local different blazer is yeah absolutely which we always talk about on on What the Fartlet is poignant for runners but it's poignant for everybody. Knowing where your local defibrillator is and more importantly how to use it could save a life. Um, but good point, mate. But Spurs got the win. Then uh, last game to talk about is uh, just happened, hasn't it? We talked a bit about Arsenal before. Um, lucky, lucky to scrape a draw. Oh, what a bad game! Yeah, they were lucky to scrape a draw. Um, it, it almost feels like it's to me, to you, with, with yeah. the shit ball. Um, so Tottenham are shit one week and then Arsenal are shit the week after. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere um, in North yeah, London, Arsenal someone's going to be disappointing lucky. the fans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I've transferred in a, an Arsenal player this week, and I wish I didn't bother. Who've you put in? Good old Smith Rowe. Terrible. Mm. He was terrible tonight. Yeah, nothing. 
nothing at all. Um, but everyone's got Con- anyone, anyone who's kept Conor Gallagher, he, he did nothing. So, Edward, after I subbed him out two weeks ago, scored. Um, yeah, Rams- well, you were Ramsdale, looking. Uh, yeah, I was bigging him up, and uh, inevitably he's uh, he shagged me there, hasn't he? Um, very suspect for that second goal. Was it a little bit of a chip? Did he like? Did he loft it or just like with no, a knuckleball? No, was. Wasn't it yeah, side side footed drive? Yeah, yeah um, maybe slightly unsighted, but just got his angle. Yeah. He just he he just got stuck under his own feet, didn't he? Got stuck under yeah. under his and he, and he seemed to like he jumped, but he didn't really get any height on his jump, and he, yeah, he just got done. He just got done. He, he just got just thirty two million. Yeah, he's not that good. Not um, good this week is he? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, don't put him in your team. <laughs> uh, don't listen to last week's podcast and don't put him in your team. Um, so yeah, Arsenal, uh, lucky. Okay, JP, tell us about our league then, man. Let's do that. Um, well, I think the bonus points are still to be added and then any subs that are due to be brought on haven't yet been done, but it, it looks pretty much as you were um, at the top of the league with uh, with Michael Del Watts, who wildcarded, by the way. Um, he did. Took Ben White out of his team, probably for the right reasons. Um, yeah, he's still top, and he's going to stay top. There you the go. T- top five are pretty much as you were. Um, Jonathan Cross has jumped up a couple of places, though. Mm-hmm, yeah. John John listens as well. He's got himself up to third. Well done, John. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do um, we have- and then down at the bottom, um, on Ginger Flyer Watch, Yes, yeah. How did Gingerfly do? Most exciting thing about the week. Please tell me all about it. Oh, it's a sea of zeros. But, but yeah, again, <laughs> Ben Chilwell. Um, he's wait, 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 wait. He's got Bobby Firmino on the bench. On the bench. He's got, he's got nearly 30 points on his bench. <laughs> and they're all coming on. They're all coming on. Wait. Dan, uh, James. Oh, they are. James Sigurdsson, Martial didn't play. He's got thirty. He's got that that thirty-seven turns to sixty-seven. How is he doing this? God. It, it, to be fair, he did get a two points for his captain though, because Martin S will be his captain. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's gonna walk. It's a sixty-five point game. Sixty-five point game week again. This oh, is no. mind-boggling. Sam Slater had gone up a place as well after a little mention last week because she wild-carded and. Uh, yeah, she's going to get overtaken again. He's still got guilty fucking Sigurdsson in his <laughs> Oh, the ginger player, Jailbird 11. I oh, my God. Uh, it's amazing. It's tips from him. I'm going to change my team. <laughs> <laughs> it's my absolute favourite thing about every episode. Oh, dear. oh brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Well, the ginger flyer. And uh, biggest point scorer of the week. Uh, it's not ginger flyer, is it? Uh, it won't be far off. Uh, at the moment, we're still some. Seventy. Uh, I've, I've got a seventy-three. Dyslexic oh, CF. Yeah, yeah. Ken Rushworth, uh, my old uh, pal from college, uh, member of Sporting Witness, uh, Sunday League football team, uh, legend, good lad, and uh, yeah, doing well. He's uh, climbing the league table, isn't he? And a big yeah, point. Yeah, we're going to give it to Ginger Flyer because I reckon he's going to end up with seventy something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, oh, right then, uh, I think we're nearly done, JP. Um, well, we're going to talk about us. I don't, I don't want to. You've made points upon me, haven't you? Yeah, only, no, we've got the same at the moment. Fifty-two. Well, one to come off my point, off my bench. So I've, I've got uh, nothing. I've made one point. I've got nothing coming off my bench. No, so and I've you finished on, on you. But you finished on fifty-three. <laughs> no, um, so I've got fifty-two, and you've got fifty-three. 53. Still climbed up the table a little bit. 39th though, JP. I'm trying to break. Um, my goal for next week is to break into the top 20. I've had a good little climb this week. Break into the top 20 next week. There we go. We've all got to have goals, haven't we? Mate, set them small, and then you might not be disappointed. There you go. Um, right, so minus 15 and bring Gilfie Sigurdsson into my team, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got a change on it. I love it. I love it so much. Right, okay. So we're going to get out of it. Big game week next week. Man United, Liverpool, Super Sunday. Uh, You're going to have to tune in next Monday just to see what a nervous wreck I am. We could even, depending on how long you're sticking around for, we could even record face-to-face next week. Let's see what we can make happen. Um, That would be special. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? It'd be lovely. Let's figure it out. Um, So, guys... At the very worst, we'll do some sound bites during the 
Exactly. <laughs> Man United Liverpool game. Well, what, what, why don't we just why don't we just record before the Man United Liverpool game just on the assumption that Liverpool are going to absolutely dick Man United? We, we're going to open the episode. Everyone who made Mo Salah captain, great choice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, we're wasting people's time. Let's get out of it. Uh, JP, where can people give us a follow? Uh, so, if you want to follow us on uh, Instagram, it's What the Fantasy Footy Pod. On Twitter, it's WT Fantasy Footy. And you can drop us an email as well. It's whatthefantasyfooty at gmail.com. Lovely. Please do give us a little rating and review if you listen on uh, Apple. Nick Finney, thank you so much for doing so. We've got a couple of five-star ratings. God bless you if you're one of the four people. I think two of them are me and JP, oh. but anyway. Um, I haven't done it yet. I'm um, I'm too proud. Oh, I have. Um, immediately. Um, so thank you for doing that. Please do it if you, uh, if you wouldn't mind. I'm going to do it now. We'll be up to five before we know it. If you want to give me a follow on Instagram, I'm at Rob. I've had a bit of a change. Um, I know. I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm no longer fundraising for, for the fantastic Make-A-Wish. Um, so I thought it would be a bit fraudulent to keep the Wish Hero tag. So I've yeah. gone down to JP Runs Free, but JP Dot Runs Free. It doesn't fall off the tongue quite the same, does it? But No, yeah. I'm not str- struggling to get head. used to it. keep thinking just random blokes just slide into my DMs when you message me. But anyway. That would be a dream, wouldn't it? Mate, I can't, one can only hope. Um, and But most of all, guys, if you've enjoyed the podcast, if you've stumbled across us, you can still join our league. Your points tally will um, carry over. Um, come and have a play with us, man. Um, more fantasy football-related nonsense next week. But until then, uh, let's get out of here, JP. See you soon, mate. Yeah, man. This one's for Joe. This one is for Joe. Love you, babe. Peace. Peace.